0: Well, first of all, I will tell people that the, the ability to tell your story is very important. People want to know what you're going through, no one, no one would know what you're going through if you keep quiet. Everyone will say, oh, he smiles a lot, she smiles a lot, she's fine, he's fine, no big deal. But you have to tell your story.
1: yo 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 welcome back to another episode of the in between podcast i'm your humble host femi daniel and today with me i have one of my very good friends this is one of the people that actually inspired me to start up my podcast <laughs> it's crazy i have him here in person and um i'm just ready to kill it with you guys um my friend ego he's here I pronounce it well. <laughs> you did. You,
0: you did. Absolutely, yes, you did. Well, it's good to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.
1: No problem. No problem. I'm more than honored to have you here. Um, for many people that don't know you, I want you to introduce yourself to them. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about you, what you got going on, and let the people
0: just get to know you. Alrighty, well, it's uh, it's first of all, it's funny to be on the on the receiving end answering <laughs> questions now. It's, it's right. different, I'll tell you. But my name is Igwe Kafisi. I'm originally from Nigeria, but uh, I'm here in the US. I've been here for about four or five years now. I'm finishing my masters from Webster University. Um, yeah, I'm a podcaster like you, as well. Right. <laughs> you know, I, personally, I enjoy um, running. I enjoy um, going on hikes. I enjoy. Just uh, traveling as well, to making friends. So, but so I'm excited to be here in Cleveland and to see how beautiful your city is.
1: Definitely, definitely. We're more than happy to have you here. I definitely look forward to even going out to your city, St. Louis. Um, so you guys, I'll just give a brief about um Ego. Um, Ego has his own podcast. Um, I grow, I go with Ego. I Go With Ego is an awesome podcast that deals on educational content. It helps a lot of international students, you know, really navigate their way through studying in the U.S. And also for people that are foreign and abroad looking to study in the U.S., I Go With Ego is the number one place for you to go to, you know, just get used to the feeling, know what to do. So even if if I'm not doing justice to you, I want you to explain what does the (laughs) Go With Ego platform do for the audience, you know, for anybody looking to come on there.
0: Yeah, well, well, thank you for that. It's uh, it's an honor to be able to talk about my podcast on your show. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, well, you know, twenty twenty, I was uh, I travel a lot. I, I just came up from Alabama in February, and COVID hit, and yeah. so I was bored and tired, and I like, what do I do? So I took my phone, you know, told my story on my phone, sent to my friends, and they loved it. You know, and that's how I Go With Ego podcast uh, came up, uh, came about, you know. And so yeah. I tried uh, to host more international students to share their experiences, you know, to give them a platform to share their stories as well, too. And so we did the first episode, second episode, the first season, second season, I in the third season, and we're that's still nice. going. You know, that's and nice. it's exciting just okay. to hear people's story, the hurdles they've been through and being the best of them. You know, and also being um, ambassadors and being mentors for for prospective international students. Yeah. And I think the most important thing for I why I do this is also for Americans. You know, to know what in, international students go through being here, and you know, try to help, uh, try to give a, a helping hand. You know, right. to ensure that these students, when they come here, they're comfortable. They, they don't miss home so much, and they feel right. that they belong to to America. Yeah,
1: man. That's that's really awesome. It's you know, that's very selfless of you, first of all, because I can imagine you like you said, you're doing your master's, too, and you have a lot going on outside of your master's. There's a lot of things that you post, you know, you're very, very involved with your school and even with your whole city as a whole, even. Um, and I see you doing a lot of things like what really made you what pushed you to say, OK, you know, what? outside of everything I'm doing. I'm going to have this self. Because I don't think, I mean, for many people that know, till you grow your podcast to a certain level. Nobody's really sponsoring you. Nobody's really pushing you. True. So this is something that he decided to do just off of his own goodwill. Um, So, like, what, what really motivated you, Um, you know, outside of boredom to, like, really create that platform to help others navigate their journey?
0: Well, uh, I've always learned to help people from my parents, especially my mom, you know. Um, I didn't know I was going to do a podcast, honestly. I didn't know I was going to, but the podcast would be one of the things that I would you know, use in, help, in helping people. But I grew up in a house where my mom, she, was, she is late now, 11 years now, she's late. Mm. But she was a primary six school teacher, that, uh, a middle school teacher back in Nigeria. And I saw how well she helped those kids. You know, they didn't have money, I didn't have food. She They come to the house, she gives them food. She mm. pays for their entrance, entrance exam for them, you know. Wow. And I see how well she helped people in the community when she was alive. And it's always been, you know, I've learned from her firsthand uh, what it means to help people. with you know, No matter how small the, the resources you have, it, when you help one person, you can go on to help other, another person. Oh, and it just is. keeps going and keeps going. And I think it's, uh, for me, it's it's a lifelong thing I learned from my parents.
1: Oh, nice. Nice, man. I mean, it seems like you've been brought up in a really, like, selfless household. Um To where, like you've been able to see that firsthand, and you've Mm -hmm. you know transformed it in your own way. Like, okay, you know what? There's the little I can do, so I'll do it back to for Mm -hmm. others. So, um, tell us a little bit about your city now of St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis, Uh,
0: well. I,
1: you know, how, how was it? Okay, so you came in, what year did it, you know, just, just let, the, let the audience, you know, come along with your journey. You came in, I think we came in around the same year, or I think 2017 yeah, 20, or so. Yeah,
0: 2017, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. you came
1: in, so, how did you navigate everything to where now you're doing your masters, you have a whole show, like, I really want you to tell these people where you're at right well, now.
0: Well, thank you again, you know, I came here to America in 2017 knowing nobody. I didn't mm. have any help coming here. I I, I was uh, frustrated in Nigeria with, with what was going on, you know, and um, mm. how crazy the country was. So I took my three big bags and landed in Boston. <laughs> I got to Boston. Boston was so big, so huge, crazy. I was super excited to be in America, you know. Right. Um, but I, I was supposed to go to Northeastern University in Boston, but I knew I could not afford it. So I transferred mm. to Community College in Springfield, Missouri, and I entered the Greyhound bus from, from Boston, three days' journey from Boston Ooh. to Springfield, Missouri. I got wow. to Springfield, Missouri. On I, 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 Tuesday midnight, I knew nobody in Missouri. I met a young lady in the bus and said, hey, where are you off to? And I'm like, I'm off to OTC. And she was like, oh, it's midnight. Do you have someone here? Like, no, I don't have anybody. Then she paid wow. for a hotel for me for two nights. Wow. You know. Then the next day, I went to a, a Nigerian church and uh, close by, Googled Nigerian church, and I saw them. And I went and asked, I said, hey, guys, I'm home. I need help. And the mm. church took me in for three, four months. I didn't pay rent. And wow. I went to the school. I said, hey, school, I'm here now. I don't have money to pay tuition. What do I do to, to come in here? And I said, okay, mm. you know what? Come, come, um, work for us. Be an ambassador of the school. Help us, uh, you know, to uh, um, be an ambassador of the school. And yes, we can give you scholarships. And that's mm. how I got scholarship to my community college. I finished the first year. The next year, I got all honors. So I they gave me full, full wow. funding scholarship. And I joined a group called Fight of the Kappa. From there, I ran for office, yes. became a vice president, ran for international president. Then Whoa. they gave me a full tuition to go to go complete my, my bachelor's in, at Webster University, which I wow. did when I go to Webster um, in St. Louis. Then they gave me a full scholarship again to finish my master's. So okay. it's been crazy, bro. But I'll tell you, for me, it's been blessings upon blessings. I tell people, don't be like me. I came here with no plans. I came okay. here rugged. I can't it, you know, well, no, matter, no matter what happens I will make it and you I figure it and out for me yeah for me what well, that's never give up spirit we don't mm. stop spirit like I kept pushing and believing and for me what, one thing I think helped me you have to be humble you have to be yeah. grateful for every single person you you meet along the journey. Yeah. And that's that's it for me. Honestly, that's
1: that, that's my story. Yeah, <laughs> man, that that was just a lot. Like, I mean, if there's one thing I can pick up, like you said, it's that never give up mentality. I mean, you mm-hmm. came into Boston not knowing anybody, and you decided. You know what? I'm going to get on the ground and go to Springfield where you still don't know anybody. You know, some people at least don't move to a city where they would know somebody again. You went to a completely different place, which is like very far. And, you know, that is a place that is, you know, majority of the population over there is all white. So, you know, with everything that you've heard in the US and everything. So, what, what, why did you pick? I still have other questions, but like, why, why Springfield, Missouri? Out of everywhere.
0: To be honest, I di- I didn't know where Springfield, Missouri was. I didn't know if it was black or white or or Republicans or Democrats. Mm. I knew I was going to school, and I was so excited for going to school in America. Mm. So when I, when I and I learned from my mom still that wherever you go to the world, don't look at color. Whether they're mm. black, white, green, whatever anybody is, treat them the same way you would treat your loved ones that's in the house. And that's how that's the heart I came to america with with an open heart Mm. not caring what anyone looks like but just coming here to learn and just to make friends and that's that's it so
1: that's nice man that's awesome and i see that that served you way very very well because some people might come in with like a different mentality a different you know they already have that kind of like you know fight that you know oh some people are against them and sometimes it serves Mm -hmm. you completely wrong because you know i'm not saying like there isn't um things like that going on There's nothing like that going on, but it's just the mentality to be able to shift your mind that, you know what, like you said, what your mom said to you, treat everybody the way that you want your siblings or you want yourself to be treated. And I feel like Mm -hmm. everybody's going to treat you back that way. Or even if they don't, at least you set the right foot forward to where if they don't, they know it's completely on them. So that's something I can take. And then you came in here and there's something that you've also, you seem like you, you do a lot, which is just ask people. You just, you don't care if they know you or you don't yeah. know me. It's just mm-hmm. like, well, this is my situation. How can I move forward? What's the best next step? I see a lot of people that get tied up in these situations and they decide mm-hmm. to just let it drain them. But you you had the ability to just go and ask them like, hey, guys, <laughs> I don't have anything I <laughs> all. no This is what I have to do. So for other people that may not be, um, may not be like that, they might not be as, as outgoing as you are, what is that advice that you have for them? Like, hey, guys, you guys have to do this. Like, Or what's that best step for somebody else that's coming into the U.S. just like yeah. you, trying to go to school? Um, what is that advice that you have for them? Like, hey, you guys have to do X, Y, Z. What
0: would be the necessary steps you say? Well, first of all, I would tell people that the, the, the ability to tell your story is mm-hmm. very important. People want to know what you're going through. No one, no one would know what you're going through if you keep quiet. Everyone will say, oh, he smiles a lot, she smiles a lot, she's fine, he's fine, no big deal. But you have to tell your story. And if for anything, again, I'll I'll just say this, the universities have so much money in funding for scholarships. Whether you're an international student, whether you're a local student, there is so much money in funding. But they will come to you and say, we have money. It's up to you. To tell them your story, what's going on with you, and say, hey, how can you guys help me? Oh, now mm. here I came here. I just I just have two thousand dollars. I don't have. I don't know how much I'll complete the, the the balance of my tuition. How much do you guys have in front of you? What do you guys have? What package do you have mm. for me as an international student? Okay, or is there where I can work for the school? Maybe be um, an ambassador of the school, or maybe work in the kitchen, or you know, work as as, as um, you know as somebody, or somebody in in college, you know, or like a GA or a TA position. And, of course, yes, they, they will tell you, yes, we have, and we'll cover your tuition. But if you don't talk, if you don't reach out to people, mm-hmm. if you don't cry out, if you don't tell your story, no one will tell your Nobody's story for you. Saying. I've been blessed that, yes, I, I know how to share my story to people. I know how to co- talk to people. I know how to just put myself out there. Just but out it's not there. easy for everybody, like you said. So if, mm-hmm. if you're struggling, please remember that the school has money, and no one will help you if you don't say something. So go out there, mm-hmm. talk to your advisor, talk to your best friend, talk to your um, your best lecturers and tell them it's well Let let's see how best they can help you
1: mm, man that's perfect man you guys you guys have heard it here first from ego like Eagle is a is a principle like you can hear his story he came in with nothing literally and this is somebody that ended up and if for you guys that don't know Phi Teta Kappa that's one of the biggest hunter society in the USA they it's a prestigious um group to be a part of you know I was honored as soon as Igor told me about it I t- I went to go search for them in my community <laughs> college back then and I was able to get I mean they didn't sponsor the whole thing but they were able to pay half of my tuition which was a big help at that time you know for me to not worry about more than half of my tuition and only have to worry about it, it took a lot of stress off of me my family and everything so Ego, let's go back a little bit let's rewind okay so now okay. you're in All nigeria. Right. nigeria let's go back to nigeria mm-hmm. because w- what happened in nigeria um were you opportune to have family members that you know were able to pay for this or like what what even pushed you to come to the u.s what was your situation in nigeria that pushed you like said uh, you know what i'm done with nigeria let me go figure it out there in the u.s whatever it is there was it better than your situation here like let let the people know what was your, your, your what was nigeria like for you
0: well, I grew up in a small town called Sapele in Delta State, Nigeria, very close to Wari. You know, so mm-hmm. I grew up in a house where we didn't have much, you know. So after mm-hmm. high school, I, I, you know, I moved, left home, went to Lagos to hustle and all of that. I hustled, tried, tried to raise money um, in mm-hmm. six years to come to the U.S., but yet it wasn't enough. You know, Nigeria, the where you can raise mm-hmm. enough money, you know, I to come it. here. But but <laughs> I, I was working in a company, you know, where we made um, a Trinos Engineering Company in Lagos. I was paid trash, you know, so I was frustrated in in 2017. I was coming Mm -hmm. back from the work, I was frustrated and I told myself, hey, it's time. You know, it's It's time to move. So I called Mm -hmm. my friend, um, Dami Lola, and I said, Dami, I need help, USA, how far? So she told me what what I need to do and all that. And I I told told myself, hey, you will make it, just just try it, who knows? Mm -hmm. And so I tried and applied, and yes, I came here, I got a visa. Now, the situation here, I'll tell you, it's way better than what I had at home back in Nigeria. I didn't come from a rich family, but I can tell you now, I'm, I'm comfortable here. God is helping me. I'm not close to where I want to be yet. I'm not even right. close to half of where I want to be <laughs> yet, you know. But I can say it is way better than when I, where I'm coming from. Do I love my country? Absolutely, yes. Do I wish things were better? Absolutely, yes. But where we find ourselves now is a place where I cannot stay there and be mm. the best of me. And that's why mm. I chose to come to America.
1: Man, that's, that's, that's good. So you, you, so was this situation where you already, you already done with school back there? um, And then you decided to like come here and like just further your education. Like what, what exactly was that process for you?
0: No, so, so the school, the school back in Nigeria, I tried to go to Uniben, mm. but it was trash. It was a horrible experience. And yeah. so I told myself at the age I was, when I came to America, I want to start again. again. I'm going back to community college. I'm going to start all over again from hundred level and all of that and finish. So I came here starting afresh again, got my first my uh, associate degree, got my bachelor's degree. Now I'm doing my my two masters now, mm. you know, all in the space of, of four years, four and a half years. Yes. I've, I've gotten almost five degrees in, in the space of four yes. years. So I I I say it's doable, <laughs> it's hard work, it's crazy. My friends asked me why why you why did you go back to start again from the beginning? I said, See, I want to have a, a new beginning i want all a my degrees beginning. to be an american degree and uh, mm. going forward the sky will be the starting point for me and that's it
1: definitely i mean you you're already doing very well i'm very honored to be your friend there are many times that you know you, starting you, out like you. you've been motivating me even i remember since like 20 i don't even remember how we even connected <laughs> back That's in 2017 you. and we we just figured out that We're in the same situation we just came here mm-hmm. we have to figure out this thing and we spoke for a little bit and then i started seeing like You're just putting yourself out there continuously. And I mean, from your story now, it seems like this is not even a habit that just picked up suddenly in Nigeria, even back in Nigeria. I mean, that picked up suddenly in the U.S. Back in Nigeria, too. Once you made the decision, you were like, you have the ability to think like, okay, who do I ask first? And, you know, for guys, many, that's, that's um, a principle that I'm even learning right now. Ask who, not how um mm-hmm. there are many times that people try to figure out things on your own but you have to understand that in this world you're not alone there are many people that are willing and verily ready to help you out with your situation it's just for you to push yourself out there and be able to like ego said tell your story to people there are many people that that even looking for every day to help people in the u.s there are schools they have they literally have set budgets that they have to spend every semester towards scholarships helping people um Financial assistance, different kind of things. But if you don't ask, you're never going to get. Even when getting started in my own career in real estate, it was kind of like a similar situation. I was frustrated here, bills are coming in, there's things to do, but I'm just like, I I don't know how to take it next. And I was just like, you know what? And I think it also comes to connect with you. It always starts with a decision. You know, many people think like you have to find yourself somewhere. No, you have to first decide in your mind like, okay,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't want to suffer. <laughs> you know, I don't want to do I don't want to be in this situation anymore. I want yeah. to take it to the next level. Once you make that conscious decision, I feel like things start moving around in your mind to where your mind opens into a different a different perspective where you start looking for like, okay, who can help me get to this position that I need to get to? And that's something that you do beautifully, man. Um so Thank now you. You, you got here you started the podcast and um that was a new venture that's something I'm sure completely new I'm not I don't think you were ever doing podcasts no. you ever found yourself doing mm-hmm. podcast back in Nigeria um mm-hmm. How did that skill translate you know how did you start developing your skill to where now you're at season three of I go it's ego yeah. that's some very good consistency <laughs> How did that skill develop? Um, how did you push yourself to start that?
0: Yeah, well, I I worked for station back in Nigeria mm. years ago, years ago, a long time ago. So uh, when I, the podcast, I was new to me. I, I didn't know what podcast was before. I couldn't do my own, honestly, I would like to you. <laughs> so I used my phone initially, you know, to mm. record with my friends. So I send them link and we like a normal conversation on the phone. And you know it wasn't the best audio. In the if you go listen to the first uh, episode, <laughs> the quality wasn't good. You know, but I, I kept researching. I kept listening to other people's podcasts. I joined um, Clubhouse, uh, the podcast mm-hmm. groups, podcast different podcast groups on, on Clubhouse. And the the, the people that are big in podcasting, the, the words they taught us, the, the thing they asked us to read and learn, you know, was really helpful to me. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I learned from those people I, I listened to on Clubhouse, different other podcasts. I mm-hmm. said the more you, you listen to other podcasts the more you learn. And today right. I'm comfortable where, where I also can help people along the way. I'm not close right. to being there yet. Where podcasting is more about dedication. The initial when you start one, two seasons or one, two years, you won't see the money there. trust me. Yeah. Once you keep going, once to keep going. Now imagine if you have even if your first episode you have ten people listening to you right. or you had you had ten or twenty downloads. Imagine if you have ten or twenty people in a room and you're talking to them. Damn. Now now think about it if you have 4,000 downloads in a year don't be angry that's 4,000 people in a room with you talking to them or listening to you yep. that's massive you know uh, I said it's small but now I know where I am now I'm not seeing where I want to be but <laughs> it's all about consistency keep pushing yeah. keep pushing and someday you'll see the big funds coming in yeah
1: man Oh, yes. I,
0: I'll just say this. I'll, I'll say this again. I'll say this. Go ahead. Now, podcasting is not about about the money, okay? It's about the passion. For me, I love to talk like this. I love to help people. Yeah. So, it, so for me, it's exciting. Whenever I have guests on my show, talking to them, hearing the stories, it's liberating for me, and it gives me hope that the future will be good. And so, mm-hmm. if you have that, 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 uh, if you have that passion for what you do, it becomes very easy. It, it, it doesn't become a burden. It becomes interesting, and you then you don't want to stop.
1: Exactly, man. That's that's a perfect way to put it, man. Um, when I I count it as once passion meets opportunity, like the sky is absolutely yes. You know, Mm -hmm. if you can combine your passion into something that is very lucrative, originally on its own. It, the, like literally the sky is your starting point because you'd you would be able to keep having that consistency and that dedication to it that you know what if, if you're already happy with it without making money imagine where money to now enters into the picture, mm-hmm. now you have the ability to scale, you have the ability to hire out some certain positions to where you can now consistently put in out um, episodes, I mean I have personally, you guys, I've personally watched I Go With Ego podcast like grow, I've seen what it has turned to and I consistently keep looking back at that. Like, okay, you know what? This is how I need to structure my stuff. That's why I started implementing branding. I saw you open up a different page. I'm like, okay, guys, it's time for us <laughs> to open up a page. We have to have our logo. We have to have a structured system. We have mm-hmm. to make sure I put out and I'm nowhere close to where I need to be. Um, it's still very difficult balancing how to, you know, to record, um, put out the episode and everything. But I can tell you, this is something I enjoy doing and I'm not being paid to do this anyway. So. For me, trying to, I just try to cut out any time I have within my distance and just record. And I know eventually everything is going to get consistent. Um, Absolutely. So now we're moving into into a different phase now. So I go with ego educates people about you know studying abroad. Um, for that person in Nigeria right now that is thinking, okay, you know what, I need to come to study over here in the U.S. What is that first step that you would um you would tell that person after the conscious decision in your mind that you know what I do want to come to the US to study. What is that next step that you tell the person to
0: take? Well, I, I would say, um, reach out to to uh, I don't say anyone, reach out to reach out to reach out to I go with ego. And, uh, <laughs> oh, we'll that's what you, I'm looking for. Sure. Reach, reach out to I go with ego, I, I will be able to tell you what to do now. we've I told my I have a team that I work with, which makes mm. like, work much easier for me now, and right. and they've done a great job in simplifying the things you need and what you have to do and the schools that they think is best for you to to you know to apply to. So we, we look forward. To, we told you look at the midwestern states. Because the schools they are more affordable and the living cost is more affordable as well. Okay. too. And we have schools already we work with that helps you get the scholarship you need, helps you get uh, funding you need as well. too. So we reach out to I uh, Go With Ego. Uh, and and for me, once I tell people, we're doing this because we want to help. We're not doing yeah. it because, of course, just money to gain. We know what, what um, agents do back in Nigeria and back in different countries. Right. But we want to help people. So reach out to us at I Go With Ego on social media or Instagram, or anywhere, and it will be best to answer you but trust me we've done the homework we know we know what's best and we're 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 open arms and waiting to help as many people as we can
1: hey trust me guys i've i've heard a lot of horror stories with a lot of like agencies and different agents back in you know in nigeria and really just around the world that help people with traveling and most of them do it for selfish intentions you know i'm not trying to slam or shame anybody but very rarely do you find a platform that is just generally interested you know to help people study abroad and i mean it's like you're learning from somebody who's actually done it it's not like he just googled out different concepts on how to get into the u.s and study abroad he's gone through the process he's done everything himself he has different people that he has done it for so this is, you're, you're getting a quality, a quality service. I can vouch for it anytime. You can say the in-between podcast sent you, um, over there and I'm right. sure they'll take care of you. You know, that's one thing I've really learned. Um, I try not to do, I only do things that I'm very good at. Anything that I'm not good at, I outsource out to the experts in that field. So before you try and spend all the money and apply to a whole bunch of schools and don't get in. It's best for you to just reach out to people that know exactly what they're doing, so they can get you in, and you can do it right the first time. You know, they can guarantee you an admission for sure, but you know, nobody can guarantee your visa. That one is mm-hmm. a completely no. different situation. That's up yeah. to you. That's up to the embassy. That's up to your consulate. Whatever situation it is, but as far as the admission, I'm more than sure that they can get you guys there. Um. Now, okay, so. They reach out to you. They get everything done and everything. You get them an admission. Um, in this podcast, we like to, I like to give everybody the gems and everything. So if there are some yeah. things that are, you know, very particular to your brand, of course, I don't want you to expose your trade secrets and everything. Yeah. But after they get that in admission and everything, what will be the next step for people? Um, so yeah, yeah, okay. I want you to answer. Okay. So what will be the next okay. step? So, what do you think they should start doing prior to them coming into the U.S.?
0: so i think after once like you said you said it very well that we help with admissions we give guarantee admission but we don't guarantee the visa i tell people it's two things we'll we'll do all our best to coach you the best way we know and what Mm -hmm. we know works it's up to you and the confidence you have and um the consular and of course who what you believe in whether you believe in god or whatever you believe in it's up to you and that thing you know to ensure sure <laughs> that you get the visa uh, and so after after the admission the, sure we we prep you for the interview we apply um um fall into before you will prep you and we we'll do our best to ensure that you get a visa and luckily if you get it the first time trust me you'll be like me i got mine the first time too i like mm-hmm. my people getting the first time i have a lot of people that got in the first time so uh, when you get a visa they're coming to tell you hey what, this, what you need to bring when you're coming this is easy to do i think it's pretty, pretty easy the main thing that i see where students have issues mm-hmm. in the interview and getting the mm-hmm. visa but what i would say here is this when you're going for your interview you have to be extremely confident extremely confident and look at the consular in the eye don't put your eyes down or, or avoid their eyes look at them eyeball to eyeball and answer them with all god confidence you have you know mm-hmm. it's more like an interaction with your best with your best friend or your best boss friend. hey how are you doing today i'm doing wonderful today what's your name my name is Igwe kakete why are you here i'm here to apply for the us visa i did this i did that i did this you answer well loudly audibly and with confidence and i can assure you because they want to see that you're confident because they're worried yeah. about people that lie you know don't see if, if you if you're scared unless you're lying or once you're confident they say hey there's something special about this guy but this girl i think we yeah. should give them the visa they are being honest so just do your best and we will try our best for you as well too Definitely. Hey guys,
1: see, honesty. It sounds very cliche, but honesty is always the best policy, man. It's better you just go out there with full confidence. You're not, you're not trying to rob anybody. You're not trying to do anything. Nope. You're trying to just come study over here. So mm-hmm. once you've been prepped for the interview, you you kind of familiarize yourself with the different types of questions that they had that they have for you. Like ego said, just go there, look them in the eyeball, and just answer the question. Hey. I'm here to study. I'm just here to just do my thing. Um, They're going to ask you some questions because, like Hugo said, they're trying to see those that lie. I mean, I remember back in my interview process, there was a guy that was actually beside me, and this dude looks at least 35 to this thing. Mm-hmm. First of all, mm-hmm. he lied about his age. He said he was in his 20s. And they oh, asked wow. him, I mean, what are you trying to do here? He said he's trying to um, come, go to school. But on his resume and everything about him, he said he was an engineer. So they're like, mm. how don't you have your bachelor's and you're already yeah. an engineer over here? How are you just going for your <laughs> for your bachelor's program in engineering when you're already an engineer in Nigeria? So you have to look mm. out for things like that. There's no point lying and trying to build this fake profile
0: or whatever. Well, that's what I, I, I will say when, when it comes to your, your people applying for bachelor's to be able to save out here for people so you could know, when you're 30 years and above, you cannot apply for a bachelor's degree it's no shame on the age or old age you know it's just with the, the the way the, the law works yes. when, you're t- when you're 29 and below yes you can apply for a bachelor's degree and most times when you get late to your 20s they need to question you what have you been doing all this while that you've not mm. gone to school so it's difficult to defend at the embassy when you're 29 20 30 or 28 It's tricky so if you yeah. apply for a bachelor's degree you have to be under 30 for masters, any age above, above any age from twenties above to thirty, mm-hmm. you can apply for masters. So
1: yeah. Hey guys, you guys heard it here first. I didn't even know that. You know, so you got heard it here first. That's why you should listen to the in between. <laughs> I, I pull out germs like this from people. So you, you guys, if you're under thirty, like you just heard now, make sure you apply for. You know, you can apply for your bachelor's or masters or whichever program you personally want. Um, Of course, make sure that everything flows through because they're going to ask you about those gaps in your education and what you were doing mm-hmm. with those times. Even I, when I was coming in, which I was still very young, but it's so like I, I was done with my school in 2016. And then I was just applying to start my bachelor's in 2017. And they asked me, you know, what were you doing from 2016 to 2017? And I simply told them, hey, I was attending tutorials, prepping to come into the U.S. so that I can pass exams or anything that comes my way. So that was a simple answer. I get them. So just make sure everything flows. Just seem like a normal person. Really? <laughs> it's not, it's right. not as hard as people <laughs> try to make it seem. It's just, just make yourself yeah. appear like a normal human being and mm-hmm. have it, you know, if you have a story about why you, and I'm sure that's something like I Go With Ego is going to be able to do for you, look through all your records and help you, you know, create a solid profile to which you can use to apply for the US and just, you know, educate you about the different processes when in your interview process. So, Ego, what's the plan? What's the plan for the future right now? Um, you're doing your <laughs> masters. What's the plan with? Okay, let's start from the I Go with Ego platform. You're at three. You have your, you know, your education assistance um program um helping people get into the U.S. to study mm-hmm. abroad, and you're on the third season of your podcast. What's the plan moving forward? What do you? What's the goal? Couple years from now, what do you think you can do with your platform?
0: Well, because I believe in quality education. And of course, education should and must start from a young age. That's why the I Go With Ego podcast, we have it called I Go With Ego Initiative, you know, where we give back to young students and young kids back home in Nigeria, primary mm-hmm. six students those in primary school to ensure that they have a good foundation you know going forward so yeah we, we hope to expand that program to more kids back home in Nigeria and who knows in other African countries as time goes uh, I hope to have more hosts on the show not just guests but hosts so someone else can still do the podcast while I do other things too. right and for me yeah for me um yeah so I, that's, that's the future I hope it keeps growing and I keep we have different segments of that go with ego nice. podcast
1: Man, that's awesome. I like that. Um, segments, that's something I've also been brainstorming. I mean, I'm still more at the beginning, so I want my audience to mm-hmm. hear more of me, but that's something I've already mm-hmm. started thinking ahead of. You know, at some points where I can't host, what are other, you know, and also just to switch the interaction, my, my, mm-hmm. my you know, audience can get different perspective of me Um, yeah. on the in-between, we try to... Go ahead.
0: I'll just say this, okay. No one has heard it now. No one has heard it from... Even I go-to-go go audience, I've not heard it yet. <laughs> but... From next, from this month, end of this month, we're having a, a new segment on I Go With Ego podcast, different from international students. We're having much special guests and different, on crazy topics. Uh, nice. I said it here first. Oh, you guys are <laughs> already You See, always,
1: always, always listen to the in between podcast. There are some gems yeah. that we always throw. There are some, you know, things that are yet to come that we always make sure we we have available for on our platform for people to know about. So you guys watch out for those new segments. Make sure you are listening to I Go with Ego. Um, for those that don't know, when do you stream? You know, when when does your podcast usually like hosted and posted?
0: So we we host. Um, we try to host like three times in a month. So the beginning mm-hmm. of the month, the middle of the month, and the end of the month. So the first week, meet, third week, and the last week. Um, most times we we'll do the first and the last week because trust mm-hmm. me, my schedule is crazy. So, but at least I have, I like to have two guests, uh, at least two guests every month on the show.
1: Nice, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. So you guys, hurry for us. Always listen, always listen over there. Um, you know, a lot of things are coming over there, and trust me, I will. As soon as you drop anything, I'm going to always mm-hmm. remind you guys to go listen to that. That, that this Thank is you. what, this is what started us. So you guys have to listen to the OGs. <laughs> Make sure you listen to the OGs. Um, so that's what the podcast now, which you personally, what's the plan? You're going to be done with your masters very soon. Um, what's the plan for you? Actually, what are you studying? Tell the people more about like what, what are your interests outside of, um, you know, in school and career wise? What do you plan on doing after the masters is over?
0: Well, I, my, my degree, my bachelor's degree, well, my asset degree was an asset of arts degree. My bachelor's, it was in international relations. My master's, the yes. first one is international relations as well. Uh, but the other one is in, in project management. Okay. Yes. So international relations and project management, I, people wonder how to do that too, um, to interrelate. But I think it's important wherever you are in the world, whatever you want to do, you should be able to manage people. It's important to yes. do that. And going forward, I'm I'm job hunting now. I have I have um, um what I call it, offers. But I'm trying to I'm trying to get the best Take of the rest. offers. So I'm I'm still of applying course. for more for more just and bring more interview. But I want to work uh, you know nine to five work first and get experience mm-hmm. and hopefully transition into into my own full business mm-hmm. as the years and time comes back come uh, goes by you know so yeah
1: nice nice nice. So for people out there, I mean you can't necessarily tell people what to do. Um for mm-hmm. you. What are some nice career like good majors that you would advise people to at least, you know, consider when coming into from your experience? Cause I'm sure working with different students and you've yeah. seen different things, you've seen different majors that people get into. What are some majors that you feel like, you know, are good, are good options for people well, outside of yeah, the well, general ones in Nigeria? The doctor, the nursing, <laughs> you know, the engineering, all of that. I want people to know like there are other options out there. Yeah. Know. What is the even opposite?
0: to do? Even to do medicine in America, you have to be rich, very rich, to do that. Very, very. You be you all that. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, um, America's education favors um, STEM students. You know, so the science students, engineering, math, IT, computer, nursing, and all stuff. Yeah, they do. Fa- the, the the system is structured to favor STEM students. Even yeah. as international students, STEM students have three years OPT and two years OPT to get to go about after school. But those from the arts, liberal arts, like us, international relations, you know, business, we have about one year uh, OPT right. after school to work. So there's there's a difference. But the truth is, nowadays or in the in the century we find ourselves in, those going to IT, those going to come to science, those going into uh, project management, going to um, you know um, tech that's, that's yeah. where the money is trust me that's where the money is but in every i what I' talking about in every course you want to do in America here the the end is glorious trust me the, right. whether you're in the arts you in the liberal arts the science the end is gross as long as you know your your niche as long as you're good right. in what you do I have friends are making six figures. In the arts, making six figures from accounting, from business, from international relations, working with the UN. Mm-hmm. That's why you see I, I work um, part time for the UN and USA, you know, the, to to wow. have to push the UN agenda to help people across the world. So the, so wherever you go to, even though we know IT and tech is booming nowadays, there's lots of money there. Renewable energy, you can still right. get so much money in the arts as long as you're good in what you do. So man.
1: That's good. So you guys, of course, you want to try see if there's any field within the STEM majors, you know, that you can do without, you know, having to go into serious debt. Um, mm-hmm. I, me, I'm, I'm quite, you know, ego is all the way masters for me. You guys already know I dropped out of my associate. I could not handle it anymore. So no, uh, that's fine, you know, honestly.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah.
1: So whichever way, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It matters where your passion mm-hmm. is and where you know you're going to be dedicated in. But Absolutely. if you're going to go the school route, make sure you're not just aimlessly going into school. Like with mm-hmm. Eagle, he has a solid plan. Everything flows, as you can see. That is arts, international relations, having masters in that. He's already kind of like working part-time in the UN, which is going to tell us a little bit about because I have no <laughs> idea how you did that. And then is also having something that can tie into something like that or can tie him into another field if he has to, um, if international relations end up going in a different direction than he wants to. He has project management, which is a, you know, I feel, I feel like it's a, it's a well hidden secret. Nobody really knows how much that, that, you know, that particular Mm -hmm. industry can, can take you into. I mean, if you go into project management, you can practically work in any field in the US, um, because you're just really managing people and helping, Mm -hmm. Companies achieve their projects successfully, which companies will pay you a lot of money to help you manage that. So how, now I agree. that UN you just mentioned the UN out of nowhere <laughs> to us, um, that is a prestigious thing to be part of. That is how how did it happen? What what's, what's the backstory behind getting to
0: work for the UN? Well, uh, it's uh, what's the word now every. I I went to a conference with my friends in in this in New York, the UN Youth um, Conference, UN Youth, mm-hmm. Youth Assembly, and that's when I knew about what called the UNA USA. So UNA USA, United Nations Association of the of the United States of America, of the USA. So UNA USA, their job is they work with the UN Foundation. So what we do, we, we lobby congressmen and lobby congresswomen to fund the UN to fund the UN agencies. Mm-hmm. So we go around the country advocating for the UN goals. And it's exciting mm-hmm. to, to go around and talk to people about about the sustainable development goals, you know, mm-hmm. and how effective it is in, in the world today and why the US Congress has to fund the US to ensure that there's a lot of money to do what we do. So for me, I mean, I mean, I mean, the advocacy, the advocacy part of, of the UN uh, to ensure mm-hmm. that funds keep coming money keep coming people know about the sustainable development goals and how it affects their life and more like preaching the gospel of what the un does to people and for me it's exciting because it's life-changing and i I, basically i met i went to the conference met people that introduced me to the the usa and i'm lucky because when i got in there i ran for office to become a member of the um of the national council is so it's a council of about mm. 25 people where we make decisions on what the UN and the USA should be in different chapters across the, wow. across the country. And I'm lucky a small boy from Niger being there with advanced people that have been working for the UN for years, yes. you know, trying to make decisions to help people know what to, about what the UN does. It's, it's a privilege and it's a blessing as well, too.
1: Man, it just is like you are not scared of anything whatsoever, man. <laughs> I, I absolutely love it, man. You have a way of just going for whatever you want, and it seems like you don't have that fear of being told no. All you know nah. is like you tried, you you, you applied yeah, yourself, absolutely. and you've tried. Yeah, mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, whether it comes or it goes, you, you keep moving. There's always something positive, and you mm-hmm. just keep it moving. So I told
0: you today. I told you today. Yeah. Remember. That we learn from every experience, whether it's a good one, whether it gets a yes or a no answer, you, you keep moving and you never, never right. stop. So,
1: definitely, I mean that ties into like my, um, my experience in the real estate industry, man. I've tried different times, man. I've tried getting my foot into the door and just doing that flip, and it's just keep, uh, you know, when the day hit me and I can't, I, you know, I'll feel bad for a couple weeks, and before I know it, I find myself starting back real estate. That was actually even how I even discovered that i have a passion for real estate because i'm just like no matter how this thing has punched me left right center and I people keep mm-hmm. saying no or i keep getting demotivated sometimes i find myself coming back to it and that's why mm-hmm. i realized like okay there's something outside of it which is passion that ego had mentioned earlier i know i had a passion for that industry and once i got the first one it's only been about three or four months, and by the grace of God, I, I have my third property already in line. Yay, you know, you know. <laughs> so we're going, we're going slowly, slowly. Okay, capital to the world. Um, and you know, I'm just definitely happy. So, you started in the UN. What are some of those agendas in the UN that you know for people out there that are interested, um, might be listening? What are some of those agendas that we might not know about that you feel like people wow. should know about?
0: One one of them that I told you before that I'm big on is quality education, you know, uh, and which I believe has to start from a young age. That's why I joined uh, the UN in of itself. Um, you know, there's also a renewable energy, the fight for right. called global warming and people need to ensure that the society is safe, the planet is safe. And also we, we have... Um, also, we have we have zero hunger. We have zero hunger mm-hmm. to ensure that everyone across the world can get good food. We're also, another one is no uh, to end poverty in all of its mm-hmm. forms everywhere around the world. You know, and of course we have uh, gender equality. We have uh, reduced inequality. Uh, we have affordable and clean energy, like I said before, and, and you know, and the list goes on and on and on. But oh, no. one time, of course, another good one is the clean water and sanitation. Mm. One thing I tell people, the UN was not created to save mankind from hell. Mm. You know, like, about to take mankind to heaven. And that's one thing, that's what the the former UN ambassador said, you know. You know, because the UN cannot do it all. But the little we can do, one person does the best, one person does the best. And we all do it together, then we sell ourselves winning and changing the world, you know. Uh, So it's a goal that, that affects everybody. But we have to consciously at all times remember, you know, not to throw that, that trash can on the ground, on the street, mm. but to put it in, in the recycle bin, you know. Yes. Not to throw the paper on the ground, but to put it in the recycle bin as well too. And once we keep the environment clean and get uh, do what we need to do, I think the world will be healthy for us all. Man,
1: that's it. One percent improvement every day goes a long way. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to make a massive change in a short time. Little, little droplets can eventually make a stream, can eventually make an ocean. It's all about patience. It's all about making that conscious effort day in, day out, just getting. And that even ties into yourself. You know, if you're thinking about making a change in your life or you're thinking about starting something, don't focus on the massive leaps. You don't have to make a massive leap. Just focus on getting 1% better every day. If you do that continuously, you won't even know when you can not even recognize yourself. Man, ego, it's it's been a very 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 fun conversation it, it's so it's far with you. Thank you. Um, what what advice summarize if you, if you could summarize <laughs> everything that we've spoken about today and all the different, you know, philosophies that you've in you know, you've built into yourself, in the us if you can summarize it into anywhere from 1 to 3 points, what would be those those three core principles that you live your life by?
0: First of all, I live my life by humility. Humility mm-hmm. is important. Wherever you find yourself, no matter how big or tall or fancy you think you you look, always be humble to everybody—the big ones, the small ones, the older ones, the younger ones. Because you don't know who can be make a difference in your life. So, yes. I'm all, I always say the word "thank you." The, those two little words, "thank" and "you," it's mm-hmm. powerful. It opens doors for you. Just humility is important. Another one too is um, never give up spirit. For me, I never feel bad when someone tells me no. It means that that door wasn't meant for me. It means I have to look for another door to open. But I never, ever give up. You have to keep persevering, keep pushing, keep believing. It's it's hard, you know, when people say no to you, no joke. It's hard when you don't get what you want to get. But once you keep pushing, keep believing, trust me, the sky does a starting point for you. And again, remember to always ask questions. Uh, when you know when someone asks questions you don't you don't you don't get missed when you ask questions you know it doesn't take anything for you to ask people hey i need help what's going on or share your story with people uh, people want to know what you're going through but if you don't yep. say a word to them they will not know how to help you they don't, don't know what you what you're going through they'll feel everything is okay because you're smiling on instagram you know what mm-hmm. you need to tell people and share your story and hopefully um things become better for for you and for everyone around you as well too so yeah yeah, that's you guys, especially to <laughs> touch
1: on that last one, always asking questions. Closed mouths never get fed. If you mm-hmm. don't tell people you're hungry, nobody's going to put some food for you. And, you know, by you asking people and telling people about your story, that's why I mainly created this platform, like I've always told you guys, just so you guys can follow me on my journey and also hear the conversations from different people that are trying and striving every day to make it and to do something different in your life every day. That's why I have this platform and hey i think mm-hmm. just keep telling your story create the way to tell your story
0: yeah and uh, thank you for what you do you know it, it, it's it's exceptional what you do i'm so proud of you i'm so so you, proud bro. of you thank you for you, having man. me this is this is beautiful thank you
1: definitely okay before you before we go i want you to tell what is that i don't know it could be funny it could be bad it could be sad it could be happy what is that Key experience? What's the most interesting experience that you would always remember from being in the US for the past five years? What is that one oh my key moment? What do you think? Like, what's that highlight Jeez. of your, there, of your so, US
0: experience? There's so many highlights, honestly, but I think going to DC and entering the, the Capitol, where the House of Rep and the Snators meet. That was mm. massive for me. Seeing where the Speaker sits and make deliberation about the government in the whole country, that, that was dope. That was really dope, honestly. Mm. Yeah. How, how did that, that even funny. happen? <laughs> how so, did that happen? Yeah. So, so I, I went to represent my school from Springfield then to, in, to, to D.C. It's called um, the President's um, um, pres- Okay, oh, Hold on, I'm trying to remember the name. It's called the President Leadership Forum. So students across the country, you're chosen by your school mm-hmm. and by the state, and by the state to so wow. represent the state. At at uh, in DC where the president had a luncheon with students, and I was lucky I was chosen from Missouri Man, quit saying that word "lucky."
1: Man, you worked your ass off for so, the state I, I to doing, select you, yeah, man.
0: I, I was fortunate to to go there. You know, so I went there. So they took us around the whole DC to see different wow. places to go to the Capitol. Of course, we saw the president. who had lunch on the prayer breakfast of the president. It was dope. That was the highlight of my, of my, of my wow, Africa wow, trip, wow. you know? It's it's so wild, grateful. Wow, I'm so grateful mm. to God and for everybody that's watching that's man. helped me so far.
1: That's yeah. awesome. You see, guys, so to round up this, I'll just say, um, just keep going, man. Just mm-hmm. keep going. Knock on every door. This land is... There's a lot of, there's a reason, there's a key reason why no matter what news goes out there about the U.S., everybody tries to get into this country. This is a land of opportunities. If you find yourself fortunate enough to get into the U.S.A., take advantage of every opportunity that you have. And if you were already born in the U.S. and you're listening to this, just know that you're in a, ver- in a country that has a lot of opportunities, you know. Yep. Many of these opportunities and why you see a lot of foreigners come here and then they go extra hard is because we're not opportune to have this kind of things, you know, readily available to us. If you find yourself opportune to be in this country, always ask questions. Just keep asking people how you can get Mm -hmm. to whatever you... Just make that conscious decision like, you know what, I'm not going to be just regular. I'm not just going to be an everyday person. I'm going to be somebody that's completely different and I'm going to stand out. Once you do that and you combine that with, you know, the never give up spirit that Igor mentioned... And you combine that also with humility, and you combine that with asking questions. Those three things will set you above anybody else. Um, this is wonderful, man. I just like having dope Thank conversations you. like <laughs> this. This is this is my guy, Eagle. Um, Eagle, where where, where where can people find you? Where is that place where people can find you? Well, what platforms I'm, can we meet
0: you at? I'm on all platforms: Instagram, Twitter, and Kelly Kaline. K E L L Y K H A L I N E do ask me why is Kelly Kalin? Kelly is my middle name, Kelly is my dad's name, so Kelly Kalin, or you can just reach out to me at, at with Ego. so at I-G-O-W-I-T-H-I-G-H-O all together, and of course just send me a DM or should be a, a message that I will do well to respond ASAP to you, so thank you. Awesome,
1: awesome, awesome guys, you guys heard it here first, always make sure to follow up with my guy, Ego, if you have any question or you just need some advice, you know, this is this is the most down-to-air person that I know, man. He's, if he, if he okay. has the time, he's going to take out time to answer your question and just help you out in whatever way he can possibly. So make sure you guys don't don't bombard my guy too much. He has a lot of <laughs> things that he's trying to do. But if you have any question and you really need that advice, make sure you reach out to him and he's going to point Absolutely. you in the right direction. You guys cool. already know. We've come to an, to the end of another successful episode. Thank you guys so much for listening again with us. I remember your humble host, Femi Daniels. You guys know where to find me. Make sure to check in the description for any links we have out there for you to follow us, listen to the podcast and everything. Make sure to check there. Remember, always stay positive, continuously take calculated risk, and remember never to give up no matter what. I'll catch you in another episode. Peace.